0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Buenos tardes, mi amigo. Hola, my good friends. Cinco de Mayo's on Tuesday. I hoped we'd see each other again. Hello, hola, buenvenidos. Ah, uh, Mikey likes you. The greatest health and fitness podcast on earth. Whew. Millions of people are saying it. I can't deny it. Uh, I thought I'd get into a little bit of mistakes. Mistakes I've made, mistakes that are commonly made. Uh, mistakes that I get questions about over and over and over again, Um, and uh, just kind of touch on each one of them. These are ones that I've established to be like kind of universally true. Um, So I thought, hey, why not touch on those a little bit because one of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast um, was – to prevent people from making the mistakes that are so common, the mistakes that I made. I wish I could go back in time. I wish I had Bill and Ted's phone booth or Marty McFly's DeLorean so that I could really Doc Brown's DeLorean, right? I had Doc Brown's DeLorean and uh, I could go back in time and just not do these things. Okay. So that is going to be the bread and butter of what today's all about first though well holy mackerel if you're a los angeles sports fan like me you got a lot to be excited about the lakers starting the nba finals the dodgers well they're starting the postseason as well all we needed was a global pandemic to get those la sports teams off and running i know that i'm going to be spending some time on betonline.ag okay football's back as well you might not be at the game this year. I can guarantee you aren't. In fact, <laughs> I can guarantee you are not. But game spreads, totals, team, players, coach props, bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online. That's a guarantee. And there's always the online casino, which is always open, it never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today. Bet online, your online sports expert. So, like I said, let's get busy. Mistakes that are commonly made, the mistakes that I hear people asking me about in my inbox when they slide in my DMs, and they're not sending me penis or vagina pictures. Or the very rare and cherished butthole selfie, no, these are the questions that I get a lot. Um, if you want to look good naked, and I'm assuming that that's kind of at the core of what everyone who's listening wants, right? I want to put my effort in in the kitchen and in the gym so that I take my clothes off and I like what I see. Mistake number one, not getting stronger. There is this notion that if I want to be lean and ripped, I don't want to be a big hooking bodybuilder. I don't want to be, like, one of these boxy, blocky, ugly people. I just want to have, like, a nice, lean physique. Uh, Mike, um, this is John in Pittsburgh. I'm just, you know, like, I'm not really interested in being big and muscular. I want to look like, uh, you know, like Christian Bale in uh, Batman. So I'm not probably going to lift weights. I'm just going to, you know... I'm not gonna lift heavy if I do lift weights, you know, light, light reps and stuff. Listen, guy, gal, you wanna look good naked, get stronger. I'm serious. I made that mistake. I was an 18-year-old kid, 17 year old kid that really wanted to get big and strong. I wanted to be the biggest, strongest dude. So I did. I lifted heavy, I got big and strong. I then really wanted to get laid a lot and didn't care about. Well you shut up, dogs? I didn't care about, um, you know, the idea of being big and strong. I wanted to be lean and muscular and take my shirt off at the pool and have all the girls go, ooh, ah. And, you know, my fair share of gay dudes too. Uh, I'll be quite frank. It's always nice when that gay guy tells you, he's like, oh, so sexy. Um. So I, I kind of want to dispel this myth that, lean equals non-heavy weights, not working on strength. In fact, it might be more important. There is some science to back that up. I can't say that with complete conclusive evidence, but I know from my own experience and those of my friends and people that I train with that do have physiques that I aspire to have, you gotta get stronger. The average man or woman Simply doesn't have the musculature, the body, the build, the strength to achieve any type of discernible muscle. Therefore, you will not have a good looking physique, no matter how many fucking triathlons you run, no matter how many marathons you run, no matter how much time you spend on the treadmill while you're watching Netflix. Okay? The biggest muscles aren't the strongest, and the strongest muscles aren't necessarily the biggest. But if you build up to lifting decent weights, serviceable weights, in the proper exercises, those being the compound movements, the chin, the overhead press, the bench press, the deadlift, the squat, uh, and the row, would be the main ones that I recommend, um, you will develop the ability to have a real physique. Now, mistake number two, and it kind of flies in the face of mistake number one, but is using too much weight. This is a real problem for young men. So you say, well, I got to I gotta get stronger. Even if I just want to lose weight and be ripped, I want to get stronger. So I'm going to load up the weight with 25 pounds more than I did last week and then 25 pounds more after that until you're just distorting the movement to the point of getting it from here to there. Now, if you want to be a power lifter, be a power lifter. If you want to enter competitions where the amount of weight is all that matters, that's a whole different story. If you want to look good naked, you have to use weights that you're training with. You have to get stronger within a rep range and with using form that is that is proper. Therefore, you have to manage the amount of weight you're using. Even the best powerlifters in the world make incremental increases in their poundages when they're training two and a half pounds, five pound increases. Okay. <laughs> Pardon me, COVID. Um, so really manage that and understand that the form and the execution of said exercise that you're getting stronger in is much more imperative than the actual amount of weight. I want you all getting stronger, man, woman, regardless of your goal, getting stronger should be paramount. But getting stronger within a reasonable standard of form and within a reasonable rep range, okay? Um, Number four would be, and this again is much more common with young men, but believe me, a lot of these like super diehard CrossFit chicks make this mistake. And that's not taking the measures to avoid injury. I know I just said that strength, gaining strength, should be imperative, and it is. But that can't come at the cost of your health. Injuries kill your progress. They kill your mood. They just—they can destroy your life. Um, and that's not hyperbole. They don't often destroy your life, but I, training injuries can can destroy people's lives. Um. Recovery. Uh, mobility. All of these things have to be taken into consideration. And one of the biggest ones when it comes to taking measures to avoid injury, one of the biggest ones that I would tell my younger self is actually take time to warm up. Warm ups are not for old men and for uh, bitch asses. It's a really reasonable thing to do. Not only does it help prevent injury, but it also will... Create better performance. And th- this is not open for debate. No ifs, ands, or buts. So um, getting your heart rate up, you know, five minutes, whatever it is, on the treadmill, the bike, the uh, the elliptical, something, you know, jumping rope. I, I tend to skip rope. But five to ten minutes of that, getting the heart rate elevated. Um, preparing the CNS and your adrenal system to understand that you're about to engage in exercise. Then uh, I do mobility work. Now, that doesn't include static stretching. Let me just stretch my hammies here. Let me pull up on my groin here. No, that does not. It's dynamic movements. I do a lot of lunges. I do wall squats, facing the wall so that I can keep myself parallel, I open up my groin. I do shoulder swings, you know, where I swing around my shoulders and things like that. And then I will do um, some some uh, planks, you know, and some some – what they call forward leaning rest where you just stand in a, in a, in a push-up position, you, at the top of a push up position with your hands extended. And I hold that for now, right now I'm not trying to tax my core. I'm just trying to wake it up. So I will do, uh, you know, 30 seconds on 10 seconds off for two or three reps. And then I do some hip thrusts where I lie on my back and I, and I get my glutes going and that's it. And sometimes some foam foam rolling too, if I'm particularly stiff, um, that, especially goes if i'm about to engage in something besides weightlifting typically like boxing muay thai jiu jitsu where movement is much more important than say like the amount of weight lifted um i will i will definitely engage in some type of activation like foam rolling um so there you go stake number 3 don't warm up don't avoid injury always do everything you can to avoid injury. If you only have 20 minutes to train and you're like, "Well, I don't have time for my 10 minutes of warm up," then don't train then. Get a get a nice walk in and say, "I'll I'll get my hard training in later some other time." It may not seem like it, you will thank me in the long run. Now, mistake number 4 is focusing on the wrong exercises. Okay? Uh, women, and this, I don't want to make generalizations, but this is comes from my experience as a personal trainer and from ha- living in the world of health and fitness, uh, dealing with my wife and things like that. Women always want to put cardio in front of strength training. That is a huge mistake. Guys always want to uh, train their arms and their chest way more than they want to do stuff that really sucks and really is painful, but actually gives you the gains. You got to put things on you got to make kind of a, a, a pyramid of importance when it comes to training. And the priorities have to go to squats, deadlifts, bench press, dips, rows, chins, and and some core work. That's it. Now, out of all the things I said on that list, There's going to be some of you that have a problem with some of those exercises. There really isn't any reason why you can't do any of the exercises that I named except for, and this is a very select group. So most likely you're just saying, oh, this is me, because you don't like doing them because they're really hard and they fuck you up. But squats, there are some people. That absolutely should not be squatting, and that is just because of the makeup of who they are. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't squat at all. That means that they shouldn't be doing the barbell back squat. You can definitely do goblet squats. You can definitely do front squats. You can definitely do Smith machine squats. Something, um, you know, you I don't see a lot of NBA players because of the, their build and their super long legs and things like that. It just it mechanically doesn't make sense for them to be squatting. Um, I get that. But every NBA player does some form of it. I see all I I've I watched the Lakers train strength and conditioning, and they're all LeBron James down to 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 bench warmers are doing um, quarter squats for speed on a Smith machine, not going down full f- full depth. They're doing jump squats and they're doing Smith machine quarter squats with heavy weights um the squat is much more than just a glute and quad exercise it is something that is imperative it's an, it's a, it's a basic human movement and the sooner that you lose out on it and your ability to do it the sooner you will get out of shape and the sooner you won't have the physique you want so if you can't barbell back squat i get it but you should be goblet squatting you should be front squatting you should be doing something to replicate that movement of getting into a squatting position now all of these that I mentioned, make sure you know how to do them before you do them. These are all imperative exercises if you want to look good naked. That being said, don't just dive into it if you've never fucking done them. The internet is amazing. The internet is amazing. When I was 17 and I had a bunch of meatheads telling me like, you're not really training unless you're deadlifting and you're squatting. I was like, oh, how the fuck do I do it? And I had to go to, the, to Barnes & Noble and find books with technique and stuff. Some of them were shitty. Some of them were great. The internet, just any of you listening right now, if you're listening to this, you have the internet. Therefore, go on the internet. Go to Squat University. Go to uh, Mark Ripito's website. Go to T Nation. Go. There's a million places. Uh, um, Mark Bell, Chris Bell, any of these guys will teach you how to squat and it's free and it's on youtube they will teach you how to deadlift don't let your ego get in the way it's very tempting to once you start to learn how to do it and it starts to feel okay you start putting plates on the bar and you're like this feels good too then you start getting crazy and you want to impress people demonstrations of strength are meaningless demonstrations of strength rarely have anything to do with strength I will take the guy or gal who takes 95 pounds on a back squat and does 20 perfect reps over the guy or gal who puts on 505 and does a bullshit rep. Now, when you get three plates and you're doing 20 reps, th- th- yeah, then we're really talking. That That's elite. That's, that's when you're starting to play with the big girls, the big boys. But my point being is like, don't think that because you're engaging in this quest, you have an exceptional physique that you have to perform like people you see on the internet because that's what you need to do. No. Most of the people on the internet that are demonstrating strength are dipshits. Because there's a big difference between training and exercise. And training is all about understanding your limits, self-control. and finding a way to train to get the maximum effect from the least amount of effort for you and your body. Now, what do I mean by maximum effort, maximum effect out of least effort? I don't mean don't put in little effort. In fact, one of my big mistakes is not understanding intensity. But I don't, want anyone to have to train more or harder than they need to. In fact, if you have the choice between the two, training a little less than you need to is way, way, way better than the alternative of training a little more. You heard that correctly. There's very little downside to slightly under-training. There's very big downside to slightly overtraining. You don't need to be in the gym six, seven days a week. You do need to be in the gym three days a week and bust your ass, which leads me perfectly into my next mistake. Insufficient effort. When you make the decision to train, you can't be on your fucking phone and you can't be watching ESPN in the corner and you can't be trying to figure out uh, how to get this girl's number at the counter. Training should suck. You should love it. I'd love for you to get to the place where you love it, but it's not fun. Training is not fucking uh, 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 recreation time. I so commonly, more so in my personal life rather than in the Mikey Likes You world, I will like see people coming to the gym, and I'll and I'll be friendly with them. They're they're good people, they're nice people, but they come in and out of the gym. And they're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh yeah, just finished training. And I'm like, you, you just look like you uh, stepped out of the shower to go to the nightclub. Like, your yeah, makeup's perfect, and if it's a dude, he's like not sweating or anything. Ah, I am just got a little training in. Oh yeah, just so, recovery day. No, no, no. I, I did some deadlifts and some some uh, some chins. Yeah, I was like, oh okay. He's all chipper, getting on his bike. When I leave the gym, it's I'm I'm fucked. Now because I've been doing it for twenty years, twenty five years, and responsibly, most of the time responsibly, I get in the shower and I have a nice meal and I'm great again, and that actually makes me feel better. But the uh, the moment that I'm in there, it's 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 about my intentions. Do you grind every rep? Are you really really focusing on your form? Start now if you're not. Now, when you train, you train with excessive intensity. I don't want it to be comfortable. You want to be able to push your limits. Always remember form and don't put yourself in danger. But the intensity has to be there. That being said, next mistake. Weight training on more days than you have off days. It's so easy in the day and age of turning on a machine that you have in your fucking hand or in your pocket or in your purse all the time, turning it on, going to Instagram, going to whatever your favorite websites are and seeing these people who are fucking going balls to the wall and they have their shirts on that say beast mode and they say there is no tomorrow and all that. And that's great. Hey, man, I, I look motivation. I Bobby Maximus, for instance, is a guy that I use for inspiration all the time and he's on there on Instagram just get, cranking it out. Bobby Maximus has been training for fucking 30 years at a super high level. He does need to train every day, sometimes twice a day. You do not. And that includes you guys who already have, you guys and gals who already have serviceable muscle and a good physique. Unless you are an absolute top level, top tier professional or someone who is trying, who is going from exceptionally good that wants to get to elite you don't need to be training more than 3 or 4 days a week that doesn't mean you can't do exercise every day i walk every day i get in 10,000 steps every day but i only really go balls to the wall 3 4 days a week and that's all you really need to do if you're training properly going back to the to the previous mistake so Make your time count when you're in there, but don't think that you need to spend half your life in the gym training. That's simply not true. In fact, it's probably causing more harm than, than it is good. Find a good three-day-a-week training program um, where you do either full-body training or an A-B split where you split your body right in half um, and then train every other day. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, that way with the with the two-way split, you get to train every body part twice every two weeks. So I do A workout would be a good split that I always recommend for people. I always recommend full body training. But if you're gonna split, a good split I always do is the A B split. A being abs, thighs, calves, back, and biceps. And then B being chest, delts, triceps, and neck. So it's very old school kind of uh, push pull, push pull legs, you know, uh, legs and um, gets thrown in with back because I, I put so much emphasis on the deadlift. So I can hit kind of my hams and my my back on one big thing by throwing in like some some chins. Then I got my whole back and my legs covered. Plus, you know, I add in squats. So I do squats, deadlifts, some chins, and then a little bit of uh, bicep grip work and, and some abs. I'm out. Next day I come back chest, you know, I do a big compound movement, you know, dip, weighted dip or bench press something like that, some delts, overhead press, triceps, and then some some neck work, you know, traps or whatever like that, and I'm 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 tight. Do a little bit of focus on my weak points like uh, rear delts, um and, you know, postural stuff like that, and I'm I'm good. And that takes me 45 minutes and because I do two sets usually and I'm toast, I can't do three or four more sets. Now, there are occasions when I back off and I do higher volume, uh, much less intense, but I'm I'm training longer and more and more frequently, things like that. Right now I am. Right now I'm training twice a day because I'm doing that Bobby Maximus, you know, the Maximus Body Challenge. But that's a very, very limited time of the year. That's going to be 12 weeks out of my entire year. The rest of the time I'm training, you know, and periodizing and understanding that that's what the body needs. I can't, I can't train like I'm training right now all year round. Or I would never make progress. Okay, so full body workout or... Um uh, split it in two. uh three days a week if you want to do some light aerobic training uh, on your days off or during the, the, the uh, every day, frankly, like I said, getting your walking in, there's no downside to that, regardless of your goals, then you're you're good. um And I will now get to what I think to be the biggest mistake. And this is the biggest mistake that women make, men make, old people make, young people make. Universally, number one mistake that is made. I made it for far too long and it is absolutely without a question the number one mistake made in in, phys- in the world of physique training and that is not focusing on nutrition. Now, whether you're an abject beginner, you're, you're listening to this podcast, and you're hoping that it inspires you to start working out for the first time in your life, or you're someone like me who has been spending m- more the majority of their life slaving away in the gym, you know you've made that mistake where you think, hey, fuck, I train like crazy. I don't eat this pizza. I can have my beer because I lift weights, man. I can have my beer because I, uh, I run marathons, so I can eat – No. No. Nutrition is everything and fucking training is a nice little sprinkle on top. And that is no exaggeration. If you have someone who's dialed in with their nutrition fully on point, you can train kind of just here, you know, get, get your blood flowing and you'll be fine. The alternative, not the case. Take a look at any professional sport and you will see there's there's, there's three types of people. The genetic freaks, so we won't count them. Terrell Owens could eat fucking Kentucky Fried Chicken and pizza every day of his life and wash it down with Kovacier, and he would always be shredded. And that's just unfair. True. Okay? There's always going to be those people. But then in any professional sport, you name it, combat sports, NBA basketball, NFL football, Major League Baseball, you will see player— A or player B, okay? Now, we've already put out the player C, which is the genetic freak, okay? So don't count them. But player A and player B, there is guys who are shredded, and there are guys who are fat fucks. Uh, And all it boils down to is one guy takes care of his nutrition. The other guy doesn't. Okay? There's plenty of big men in the NBA. Shaq always had titties. Because Shaq ate nothing but macaroni and cheese when he was a rookie. And he ate nothing but macaroni and cheese and hamburgers fucking the day he retired. Daniel Cormier, uh, without question, one of the greatest fighters the UFC has ever seen. He will go down in the history books easily as one of the greatest light heavyweights. And he might even be mentioned in some of the greatest heavyweights having held the belt. He is a five-star combat athlete an Olympic-level wrestler, and, and just a complete MMA fighter. He's a, 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 a exceptional athlete, and no one can take that away from him. Daniel Cormier has Daniel Cormier's physique because Daniel Cormier chose to eat the way Daniel Cormier eats. The end. Because, make no mistake, the guy trains like a fucking animal. Animal. All the guys at AKA train like animals. And you can work your ass off. And it's so frustrating to start spinning your wheels, to go in there and train and start doing the the cardio and start doing the weightlifting and start doing everything and, and really being committed and writing down your reps and weights and sets and, and you're like, I think I'm I'm getting stronger. I feel it. And you still look in the mirror and you're like, I don't like what I see. There's one thing wrong. You're not taking your nutrition seriously. And it fucking sucks. I'm not gonna lie to you. Getting your shit together when it comes to eating is so much harder than getting your shit together with exercise. But it has to be done. It has to be done. Low, I'm not saying low-carb is the right way to go. I'm not saying low-fat is the right way to go. I'm not saying vegan's the right way to go or carnivore. I don't. Know. You have to find out what works for you. There are some staple ideas that you should take home, and that is higher protein, higher protein, higher protein. Definitely find your maintenance calories, whether you do it through a, a mathematical equation or you do it by actually calculating everything that you eat for a couple of weeks and seeing if your weight goes up and down. You can find your basal metabolic rate relatively easily. Find that subtract 300 calories if you want to lose weight. Add 300 calories if you want to gain weight. High protein, caloric deficit, caloric surplus, you choose. But high protein no matter what. If you're into high fat, go like a keto route. If you're in if you're into plant-based, do that. But either way, if you can just get your protein up to at least a gram per pound of body weight and, um, and stay within the caloric needs that you need, you're going to get what you want. You do that and you stick to it and for a prolonged period of time and you have the patience and the discipline to do that. You will get what you want. Now, whatever tool you use to get there, whether it be paleo or keto, I don't give a fuck. And most of the people who say that, that, that it matters, they're trying to sell you something. Am I correct? Now, those are the basic mistakes that everyone is going to make or has made, and I don't want you to do them. Okay, I know I did. Pretty much everyone. There are little kind of side periphery mistakes that only apply to certain groups. And I'm going to go into those now, right after this. Summer's over, right? Fall, it's here. With so much changing, it's incredibly difficult to find extra time for you. You know, that important you time. With Plexiderm, all you need, 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. It visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, and even under eye bags, which is my big problem. And it does it all in minutes. And the results will last for hours. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping, my friends, when you visit tryplexiderm.com and use the code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. That's tryplexiderm.com, T-R-Y-P-L-E-X-A-D-E-R-M. Tryplexiderm.com and use the code B-L-E-A-V at checkout. Make those wrinkles Lines and under eye bags disappear with plexiderm. Okay, so we got the basic mistakes, right? I hit them up. If you want to go back and we can recap, uh, not focusing on strength, not getting stronger, especially uh, you guys who are skinny fat and you want to just get ripped, you want to look like uh, Brad Pitt in Fight Club, you still have to get stronger. You still have to focus on compound movements and get stronger, okay? Trust me. All you ladies, I can't tell you how many women of all ages, they're like, well, I just... You know, I do the treadmill. I don't, I don't want to be bulky, so I'm not. No, focus, focus, focus. If you can't even lift the bar, fine. By six months from now, you better be. Focus on getting stronger in compound movements. I'm telling you, until you do that, you're not going to get the goals that you want. Not using too much weight, okay? Don't go overboard. Let your ego take control of your, of your intellectual mind and, and reason, and start uh, compromising your form and compromising your health by using too much weight. You have to be using weight and getting stronger in a, a reasonable amount of form and, and in a rep range that's that's good for you. Adding too much weight as you progress, not avoiding injury, not taking the measures to avoid injury, focusing on the wrong exercises, um, and then not work, not training hard enough when you're in the gym. And then training too, uh, far too often. Those are the big mistakes that I've, I've talked about so far. The, uh, the last and final one, which was, I think, without question, the most important, not focusing on your diet and your nutrition. That is paramount. Whether you're trying to lose body fat, whether you're trying to gain muscle, diet is so much more important than you want to tell yourself that it is. It is truly that important. Okay. Now, here, for like I said, I have some mistakes that are made by only select groups. For athletes, athletes I mean in, in competitive athletic sports that aren't bodybuilding, um, focusing too much on strength and conditioning in lieu of the skills of your sport, big mistake. My 1st jujitsu jiu-jitsu competition, I only trained two or three days a week in jiu-jitsu, but I was training five days a week to making sure that I was the strongest, leanest guy in that fucking contest. I didn't lose. I didn't get smashed, but I didn't win, and I didn't do too well. And after my, my second match, I was gassing because, yes, I worked on my fitness like crazy, but I didn't work on my fucking skill and my movements were inefficient and I just I, – I, I got panicky and my, my, my skills were not at a point where I could effectively apply any type of strength or conditioning. And if you're a football player, yes, it's very important that you're strong and very important that you hit the track and you hit the weight room. But it's not as important as being good at football. If you're a basketball player, the same thing goes. And I can go on and on down the list. Obviously, the only exceptions being bodybuilding and uh, powerlifting. That's really, that is in, 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 in and of itself your sport. Okay, but if you're a competitive sport in like the ball sports or other things like that, tennis, football, typically it's football and combat sports where I see the people make this mistake so much, where they become just champions of the weight room, but they're letting their skill in the actual sport deteriorate. Big mistake, don't do that. Okay, for people who are trying to bulk up, if you really are uh, you, you have a deep passion to be to get bigger and stronger, don't gain weight indiscriminately. You are not gaining 20 pounds of muscle in a month. You are gaining 17 pounds of fat and three pounds of muscle. And it's a fucking terrible cycle and far too many people follow the the pro bodybuilder idea of like, well, it just doesn't matter. Just get big, get big, get big, get big. Yeah, well, that's because those guys are genetic freaks and they're using tons of fucking steroids. T- tons. Don't make that mistake. If you're a 17-year-old kid and you're like, dude, I'm 135 pounds, I gotta get bigger. Just focus on like one year, 15 pounds. If you're over teenage or your early 20s, less than that. Gaining two, three, four, five pounds of muscle in a year is great. Gaining two, three, four, five pounds of muscle with gaining zero fat or maybe one pound of fat, far better than gaining 10 pounds of muscle and 25 pounds pounds of fat. Because truly that's what happens. And all these people with their idea of bulking phases, stop it. You're you're just gonna end up increasing your body fat along with that to a to an extent when you're starting to get to over 25% body fat it makes it so much harder to maintain a physique that you like it makes it so much harder i stay right at like 10% when i want to dive into 8% it's so much easier than if i was at 25% and i wanted to get down to 12 to 10% when you get into 10 12% that's for guys that's when you start to see like the, the impressive body, okay? So I just stay there. And it's not easy, but it's so much easier to do that once I've gotten there and then I've gotten down into eight, six percent to just stay in 10%. Because then when I really want to make that push, if I have a photo shoot or some shit, not, not that I ever have had a photo shoot, but if there was something happening, you know, I I oftentimes summer will motivate me or something. My birthday, my 40th birthday was a big deal for I was like, I was gonna be as lean as I've ever been. It only took me like 12 weeks, and, and I did it. It would have been fucking impossible if I was 18% body fat. It would have been downright insurmountable if I was 25% body fat. So don't gain weight within reason. When you gain muscle mass, you are gaining weight. There is a responsible way to do it. Have your basal metabolic rate dialed in and and – and really stay within a three to five hundred pound, uh, surplus, <laughs> five hundred pounds, three to five hundred calorie surplus. I know, like, you hear all the bros, it's like, seven thousand calories a day, right? <laughs> Fuck off. Trust me on this one, you'll be so much happier in the long run. So much happier. And your body, even, let's say you are a high school football player, Okay and you're like, dude, I, I got a chance to go to, you know, a, a division 1A school. I'm 205. I need to be 235. But getting to 235 from 205 in a summer, you are not going to be able to perform very well. Your body cannot adapt to that weight change very quickly. It will distort your movements and it will make a difference, a negative difference. If you went to 205 to 215, with two pounds here and there, and and the whole time really doing it with it, while sharpening your shield, it's reasonable. You could do it. Trust me. When you see these guys bulk up like that, it does. It comes at a cost. All right. Biggest mistake for people wanting to lose body fat, and I said lose body fat, not lose weight. That's in and of itself the biggest fucking problem. So many people, they're like, I'm fat. I hate the way I look. I got to lose weight. Okay. So they do, what do they do? They starve themselves. They do too much cardio, whatever it is, just so they can see the pounds go down on the scale. Very few of you are doing what it really takes to have a better looking body. Big mistake. Focus on fat loss, not weight loss. If weight loss was all you wanted, get in a sauna with a fucking sweatsuit. Like a, like a wrestler trying to make weight. You lose 25 pounds in a day. It'd be amazing. Step on the scale. You still look like shit. Focus on fat loss. And fat loss really is muscle retention. That's the best way of looking at it. Because you can't be doing these marathon cardio sessions and and just, you know, eating 800 calories a day and expect to lose weight in a way that is pleasing. You'll lose weight. Look at the people that go on Survivor. They lose shit tons of weight. It's not good. You don't look good. Body fat loss is really muscle retention. It's decreasing your calories in a way that you can maintain as much muscle as possible. If you do that, that's when you get the body you want. You have to combine strength training with a responsible use of cardiovascular training, a nice mix of low, slow, uh, aerobic training with with interval training. Far too many people have become I- completely obsessive about interval training. It's it it does have its place, and I'm not saying anything against it. But it's not the end all be all, and it's not it doesn't take away from how good good old fashioned uh, zone one zone two aerobic training is. Long walks or or slow jogs or bike riding. You got to mix the two you got to focus on nutrition. It's all about diet when it comes to fat loss, okay? So don't just worry about the scale. Worry about the mirror. Make sure you're monitoring your strength because that's the best way to know that you're doing it right. If you can maintain your strength or even increase your strength as you're losing weight, it's a great sign that you're doing things properly. All right, so... That is my take on the big mistakes that I constantly have people ask me about, and the ones that I constantly see bantered about the internet, and the ones that I have personally made. I hope that helps. Please email me, uh, DM me, throw comments up at Mikey Likes You One, the number one, at Mike Catherwood. And in this crazy mixed-up world that makes you think that nobody cares, oh, you son of a bitch! in this crazy mixed-up world that makes you think that nobody cares. I do. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.